0: Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Oh, you want my number? Oh no, sorry, I'm gonna give it out to strangers. (laughs) Yeah, you can listen to my podcast though. What's it called? Meet my mess. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Stumbling All Over My Words Already. (laughs) Meet My Mess. With me, your host, Carissa. Today, I have a super exciting guest on, like they all are, but this one I have been waiting weeks to get on the show. She is a Malaysian Indian sex positive advocate. She is based all the way out of Melbourne, Australia, opposite side of the freaking globe from me in Canada. She's educated in psychology, public health. She is the I guess, owner of the Brown Girl Sexology Instagram page. This is Natasha Lama. Lama? Lama? Lama. Yeah. Lama. <laughs> Somewhere in
1: between the two. It's, I always say it's like the animal, but with one L. So that's pretty like easy. Lama. I love it. That's such a cool yeah. name. It
0: <laughs> kind of <laughs> makes you sound
1: like you're like the Dalai Lama. Does anyone ever call you that? Uh, I don't I don't know one. no one ever calls me that but I do get that a lot with my name and it's actually because like I am Nepali as well and so the Dalai Lama okay. comes from that part of the world so, so yeah, that's why I have is that, that where name. the name comes from oh my gosh yeah. okay so that's, you're like that's a Nepali last name
0: yeah you could be a descendant
1: of one <laughs> of the Dalai Lamas do you know that's what Who my dad knows? likes to say he's like <laughs> you never know I'm like that <laughs> that's
0: what you gotta tell people on the first date. <laughs> exactly that's hilarious well first I want to issue a formal apology for again I already said it off air but just like being you have literally gone back and forth for like I don't know two months about when we were going to get on this show and we just can't seem to get we couldn't get this right time we thought it was we were we've just been all over the place so I'm really happy that you're here (laughs) and I've been waiting to talk to you about all of your knowledge and everything you have going on in your brain. So thank you for coming and thank oh you for God, putting please. up with my timeliness, is <laughs> untimeliness.
1: So fine. I honestly <laughs> understand. Like I am doing my master's right now and it's just hectic and sometimes life just gets in the way of shit. And I think like I always give people the benefit of the doubt and I'm like, I get to shit happen. <laughs> like, I feel you like I like will have, you know, I'll be making plans. I'm like, yeah, I can commit to that. I can commit to that. And then when it gets to date, I'm like, oh shit bags. I'm so <laughs> overwhelmed. I'm so exhausted. Yeah. You just need a really lay in bed. Yeah. It exactly. is what it is. Just like, you know what? I just need to take some time for myself and that's okay. Yeah. I
0: love that. Yeah. We all need to do that. We all need like to be better at that. Cause a lot of people just push themselves past that point and just exhaust themselves. So mm-hmm. it's good. You're able to, uh, put a stop on that. So I want to start off the show with like a little icebreaker. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little segment I like to call messy or marvelous. So I'm going to give you just like five th- topics. And you've got to tell me if you think they're messy or they're marvelous. Yours are kind yeah. of like s- a little bit more sex based because that's what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> I love it. OK, I love it. We love to talk about sex here. Um, OK, the first one is Australian men, messy or marvelous
1: messy (laughs) messy (laughs) why i'm so curious i'm so curious oh my gosh okay okay no i love australian men some of them are really really fantastic but oh my gosh you just uh, like i think especially because i am like brown and i'm like technically from like i'm asian so when i when i like first came to australia and like i first met australian men and i mean like local white Australian men okay and yeah, that was what, yeah. just like the amount of microaggressions I used to get like you're so exotic oh my god and I'm like shut up please <laughs> um and then you have like the ones that are they're also just they and I when I mean messy I don't necessarily mean it in a bad way either they're just hilarious like if you walk around like because I live um in like a really bustling part of Melbourne like not in the city but kind of outside and it's on Sort of on Chapel Street, and like it's known for having lots of different restaurants, clubs, blah, 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 whatever. Anyway, it's just really funny on the weekends how messy people get. And so that's what that's what I think about when I think about Australian men, just like the really drunk people <laughs> having lots of fun on the streets at like 2 a.m. screaming, it's hilarious. So that's why I say messy. Not I feel like a bad thing. <laughs> no,
0: definitely not. i but I feel like all Australians kind of like have the reputation to like drink a lot, but yeah i apparently so do like canadians and americans so we're all kind of in the same same crowd there so 100%. you know you know yep. all right yep. next one nudes messy or marvelous Ooh, marvelous marvelous, marvelous. Yes. i love, love it nudes. yeah i love yeah that. <laughs> all right premarital sex messy or marvelous marvelous love Fantastic. it love it agree <laughs> couldn't, couldn't live without it <laughs> <laughs> porn industry messy or marvelous oh
1: um depends I suppose marvelous if it's ethical and we love that um but messy if it's not because if it's messy then you know then that's a sex trade and we don't like that for performers we want performers to be paid well to be treated well to be respected and so in that way absolutely marvelous
0: yeah love it exact same answer here okay final one condoms Oh, yeah. Marvelous. Marvel- Get on to yeah. it. Get on to yeah. it,
1: guys. Get on okay. it. Okay, <laughs> I love
0: that answer. I love that answer. Did you, like, in Australia, would you say it's common for people to just, like, does everyone use condoms? Because, like, out here, it's almost, like, I want to be honest, like, not that many people <laughs> use um, them. Like, when you I'm- have sex, like, nine out of ten times with, like, a guy, be like, oh, like, Let me make it like, would he just naturally go wrap it up? Or would you have to ask him first? Um,
1: Actually, good question. To be honest, when I think about like my early 18 year old days type of thing. And because like I, you know, you grow up with like this narrative that only men should be the ones that, you know, initiate like putting on the condom or like getting the condom and like when it comes to and then this is like in heterosexual relationships yeah and um and the women are just kind of ones that are just like it is what it is whatever happens whatever happens yeah we come from a place of like fear like did you put the condom on like stuff like that um so I never really actually like initiated the conversation for a long time and I was like you know 18 and like first starting to have sex and explore myself sexually and but and the men wouldn't either but But also we weren't having a lot of penetrative sex, but also you can have oral sex with condoms on. Um, But, you know, it was just it wasn't a conversation that we had. And I think as I grew older and um, understood what it meant to like practice safer sex and how that's important, um, then, you know, I would I would initiate the conversation. Most Mm -hmm. of the time, I think I found myself doing that. Um, more than, like, the guy, if it was, like, yeah. yeah, if I was having sex with the guy. And, yeah, I, I would have to be like, chip condom, gender and condom. Or we would all, I always have to talk about, like, sort of my, you know, like, your sexual health history, you know, either before or after at some point. Ideally before. I think the first time it happened to me, I was actually really shocked um, that someone else brought it up. Like, someone was like, hey, so, like, when's the last time you got tested? Like, really sweetly, really nicely. And I was like, oh, oh my God. I'm way more turned on now like, wow okay cool cool and I was like yeah it's like if, since my last partner so like about three months ago there or whatever and so and so yeah and then after we like you know after we had second stuff we, we talked about like if like we should go and get tested again like just in case obviously we both knew that like we didn't have any like SDRs at that time but you just you never know things can happen and so so yeah it was like really really nice when someone else like initiated that conversation i was like oh okay i love Educate it man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i love that and you date men and women just men I date, i'm i'm dating someone right now he's okay he is he's a man
0: lovely. okay perfect um, oh so is it your boyfriend <laughs> This is my boyfriend. Yeah, this okay, is my partner right okay. now. Yeah,
1: I, I am I am bi, so I'm okay. But, um, yeah, right now I'm dating him man.
0: Right now you're the man. Oh my gosh, my light's been breaking. <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever. We're recording, what oh, yeah, we're recording in the dark. It is is. We're recording in the dark. Um, love it. So, you guys have been there for three months now?
1: We no, this is so that story was like ages ago, probably like two oh. and a half, maybe years ago. But okay. currently, I've been dating him for like, wow, almost two years. Oh, now. wow. Okay. But Damn like it. we we yeah, we dated like previously before and then we broke up for like a little period of time and then we like are dating again. So we've been like it's been a long time, I think in total, maybe like, oh, my gosh, like five or six years. Honestly, we, wow. have, such, we have difficulty keeping track and we're like, um how long has it been again?
0: And I'm like, I have no idea. That's it's like okay. the best kind of relationship, though, then, because it's not counting you know, it's it's going by so fast. You're not counting the years, you know, like sometimes it feels like with relationships, people are just trying to make it to a year, make it to two years to be like, oh, this was worth my time. So love that. Love that for you. And I want to ask all about how your boyfriend re kind of feels about your brand. But first we kind of need to even like discuss like what you even do, like what you (laughs) talk about and all that. So how did your brand or your Instagram page do you post on TikTok
1: as well yeah um I am so bad on TikTok like I, okay. mis- I just everywhere you promote <laughs> just yeah and I'm like always in awe of people that are on TikTok I'm like how do you guys create such good content such entertaining funny like you know, captivating. I'm like, I can't do it. Anyway, it's fine. I spent okay.
0: fucking 40 minutes mouthing one five, learning, learning the words of one five second video. <laughs> and then like half of my day is gone. I don't get it either. Like these 12 year olds <laughs> look like
1: supermodels. It's crazy. Literally. And you know, people <laughs> are freaking like gorgeous. Anyway, so TikTok's not really my thing in terms of like posting content. I love yes. like being a user on TikTok. And, yeah. like you know, what's the word when you Con- consuming the content yeah yeah consumer
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um but i but yeah so i started on instagram and um actually like i used to have a podcast with one of my friends um oh, cool. it was it's was called auntie please and it was just really about us two young like you know south asian women just talking about live like pop culture, anything and everything, just trying to have, like, critical, but fun discussions about, you know, things that we, like, thought were interesting, so yeah. that was that, and then, like, we got busy with life, and so we, we stopped doing that, and I always wanted to do, like, um you know, a segment that was, not segment, but, like, talk about things to do with, like, sexuality, pleasure, relationships, our bodies, a lot more than I did on the podcast, and, you know, we couldn't do it as much as we wanted to, because my co-host, her parents would listen to it, and she was, she didn't want to like get too much into detail which I totally respected and when you're in Malaysia sometimes your parents think it a little bit mm, a little bit just mm, <laughs> about <laughs> stuff like that so yeah. so I you know didn't want her to feel like you know like she was holding me back by doing anything like that and you know yeah. we, we we always talked about these things but we never gonna put our like self in the center of it as much as we would have liked to so I guess I was thinking about for a long time maybe I should just start it for myself and just talk about this stuff. And I would really love to see someone who's, you know, from like has a South Asian background, a South Asian Malaysian background, talk about yeah, things to do with like sex positivity. And so I was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna start it. And that's that's literally how I started it. And and then it's been really fun since I've been taking like, I haven't posted a lot of content in like the maybe past three to four weeks just because of uni. It's been mad, but when I'm like doing it, I it brings me so much joy and I love like just talking about all things sex positivity, especially when you come from a country like Malaysia where you didn't really get a lot of that growing up. Yeah.
0: I wanna first of all, I think it's So important that to see someone with a South Asian background talk about these topics because you are the first person I've come across on any social media platforms um, (laughs) with that kind of background talking about sex. So it was just like really, really exciting to me when I came across your profile. And second, so like, what kind of sex education did you have there? Mm. Like, was there some in school? Did your parents give you any? Like, what did that look like?
1: Yeah. So I just want to talk about what you said earlier, like that was yeah. me as well i didn't think there were so many like south asian creators and now that i've been on you know the platform i've actually discovered so many amazing creators um and it's just really really amazing to see but and they're mostly from india so i'm always like i wish there was someone from malaysia like me and so i was like i'm gonna do it um yeah. that's why i'm here but but yeah i think going up i didn't really have a lot of sex set. i like it was nil nothing we never had uh wow. at least when i was growing up we never had a school curriculum that you know you have like that was like you have to teach kids sex ed um I think I went to an all-girls boarding school and they not my year but the year above me we had a teacher from uh from England and she basically gave the girls a sex ed lesson on like something very simple just like how to put on a condom and I remember I think she was like reprimanded for it and just told off for it by the like school's management and and I said so it never happened and then um it, we always got taught this thing called being a woman of substance in school. And it just makes me want to roll my eyes all the way back into my ovaries. Like, it's just like, it was very like, you have to be, you have to be classy. You should keep your legs together. You shouldn't dress a certain way, you know? And like, it's just so ridiculous to me. And it's always like pitting one person against the other. And so I think a lot of us, when we grew up with that during, even when it was happening, we all like, were kind of gagging and cringing at it. But especially now that we're all like older women I think when I speak to some of my friends who went to school with me all of us just kind of like thank god we all kind of reject that notion of like yeah you have to be like a certain type of woman to be respectable so and I wouldn't really even count that sex ed it was just kind of like respectability politics but it's cool um and then yeah that's it we I didn't really have any other sex ed my parents didn't really speak to me about it um I, I think when the only time they sort of nudged at it was when my Like, my partner and I, when we were first dating years and years ago, when we went away, um, like, for a holiday together the first time, and I was telling my parents about it, obviously. And then when we were leaving, I texted my mom. like, yeah, we just left the city. I'll text you when we get there. And my mom's like, okay, have fun. Just remember your principles, okay? And I'm like, mom, I don't know why you're talking about principles because they have been gone a long time (laughs) ago. (laughs) Don't forget your principles. That's insane to
0: me. So, like... How did you even figure out, like, what sex was, how sex worked, like, how to use condoms, what STDs are, like, the internet? Like, where, where did those knowledge come from? <laughs> I wish from? people could see your face. You look so shocked. You're like, how
1: did you know? Yeah, well, how did you know? Like, like did you just watch out? porn?
0: Um, yes, I come from, a, like, almost an, a complete opposite background where I come from a mother who was, wouldn't, sh- like, made sure I knew absolutely every single detail involving sex to the point she talked about it like almost too much <laughs> like every time I had a boy she would ask about our sexual lives and things like that and if we're using condoms and this even this and that and like what's it like and then also in school well I had this growing up and then when I went to school and we had sex that I was always kind of the girl that was just like sex positive because I grew mm. up like my mom talked about it very normally, like it was going to the grocery store. You don't drink alcohol until you're a bit older. You don't have sex until you're a bit older. Um so yeah, throughout school I was always the sex positive girl. And uh that landed me a bit of a reputation. But it it does. It I feel like I relate to that. (laughs) Yeah. Um but yeah completely opposite end of the spectrum from you. So I'm just like wondering Mm. how you would even get The knowledge,
1: like word of mouth, (laughs) what? What I I was always super curious as a kid, I think. And I think I started. I dis- I'll, I'll say that I discovered masturbating at maybe the age of like twelve. Yeah, I was maybe. young too. Me too. Yeah. Um, and which was a lot younger than my peers, but at the same time, I didn't know whether they did or not because we never really talked about these things. Yeah, yeah, Um, and so I started masturbating at that age, and I was like, "Ooh, okay, this is nice. This is a nice feeling." Um, and I think from that age, it was always really important to me. Like I understood what pleasure meant, right, in a sense, like in a sexual context. And then I was just always really curious. Porn is actually. Banned in Malaysia. Like, oh, really? You, you okay. Have to like, yeah, go through the, like incognito, the deep end, like yeah. it's just dark very- web. <laughs> Hopefully not the dark web, but, um, yeah. but yeah, like super. Like it's not really like a big thing in Malaysia. Um, although people do still watch porn. Um, yeah. it's just they may not get it from the best sites. Um, and so mm-hmm. yeah, I also like watched porn when i was you know in my early teens and then i just googled a lot of things i just had a lot of questions i was like oh okay interesting interesting this is cool i remember reading like the ethical slut you know that book about um polyamory and things like that at like 14 15 just because i was in i was like this is fascinating and -hmm. i think i always just grew up being like i don't understand why we have to make this such a big deal like like, in a big deal, in a way that it's, like, such a bad thing to be interested in sex, to want to talk about it, um, to want to have open conversations about it. So, yeah, I think that's it. I was just really curious and did a lot of Googles and read a lot. So that's landed me where I am now. And, I'm like, I always kind of openly spoke about it. And so growing up, you know, people always, at least my friends were like, yeah, Llamas, you know, the one that will be very comfortable talking about these things. And now as I'm, you know, a young adult, and like all my friends were all much older now. I'm always the person people go to when they have like questions that they don't have anyone else to go to, you know, in their in their lives. They're like, hey mama, I need a sex toy recommendation. What would you recommend? Even though I don't really use that many sex toys yet, but I'm always good at <laughs> recommending stuff people that yes. do. <laughs> and, or like, you know, I'll have like cousins or little sisters or actually even friends coming up to me who are like much younger being like, um, I don't know where to start with birth control where should I start and obviously I'm not a doctor so I only tell them what I know and then I'm like go see a motherfucking doctor babes um, yeah I'm not a doctor uh, but you know it's just I'm I'm really happy that I at least because I've, I'm so vocal about these things have created like uh, uh not a like just have have become someone that people go to knowing that I would feel comfortable with these very sort of personal e-questions sometimes
0: yeah, you're a safe space for a lot of younger <laughs> girls and yeah. and your friends and everyone, yeah. it sounds like. But it's uh, it's always nice to have that friend that you can kind of like open up to about anything because it like sex is messy and it can be embarrassing and it can be awkward and it can feel like isolating when you don't know how other people are operating. And yeah. so this is all very, very interesting to me. What do you <laughs> think the main kind of like differences are on the ideas of sex between like an American Western kind of ideals of sex versus like a Malaysian South Asian ideas of sex like what are those main main core differences do you think
1: yeah I think I think putting in a binary, right like, oh my god English <laughs> what's that <laughs> what's that who would have thought um putting it in a binary binary like that it's a bit challenging because you know you do have like I always say that it's really easy to put things in binaries but kind of within those two categories there's also so much variation in the way that people think um but I suppose you know in and like even even in America as well you know you have people that are like also some like certain western ideals you have people that are super sex positive super comfortable with these things but then you also have people that come from very like puritanical backgrounds and are like super involved in like purity culture and things like that so you know it's it's like it's it, there are a lot of similarities that I can draw between like Malaysia and sort of that type of purity culture in like America. Um, and so I suppose like the, I'll tell you what the general vibes, what the general vibes are. <laughs> All like right. the, yeah,
0: the stereotypes almost. <laughs> the kind stereotypes, of, yeah. yeah.
1: um You know, you have, people do have sex before marriage, you know, but they're not open about it. They don't openly okay. talk about like that. This is a thing that they do other than when they're with their, that they feel comfortable with um gotcha. and then you know you know being part of the lgbtq plus community that is still um you know like having sex if you are queer is still illegal especially if you are a like malaysian muslim person so um basically the malaysian like law system is like divided into two so you've got like I'm not going to use the right term so if someone's Malaysian listening like please do not come from me but this is how (laughs) I think about it in my head there's the like general sort of you know law that like everyone in Malaysia follows and then there's also like the sort of Sharia law practice which is also Mm -hmm. specifically for Malaysian Muslims um Malaysian Malay, Muslim so they're kind of governed by Both of those different laws whereas like someone Like me who's not Muslim um, who's mm-hmm. not is just by sort of general law That is kind of for everyone else yeah. So um, so yeah you know And uh, it's you, you can't like openly I suppose talk about like BDSM kink and you know just like All things that I wish You were a lot comfortable with talking about Things like sex toys you know like people Don't really talk about using them even though I know They do um and (laughs) or even like if if I want to get more like scientific not scientific, but like in terms of um like sexual reproductive health rights um you know abortion is legal but in only like certain contexts and because it's quite um gray in terms of the definition so you know abortion is only illegal if and when it you know harms the the life of the pregnant person um or if I think if it's below a certain point of time and, you know, they're just not in a space to like have the child, but it has to be approved by a doctor. What about like
0: sexual assault?
1: Yeah. In that case also has to be approved by a doctor. So in a lot of these cases, you have to get that approval from a doctor. And a lot of the times their own personal values on whether that whether or not they would get an abortion or they would, uh, for example, quote unquote, allow someone else in their life or be okay with someone else in their life getting abortion. So their kind of personal views come into play when it comes to actually um, signing off an abortion for someone else that actually needs it, a patient, um, which is quite unfortunate, you know. Um, And then, you know, things like we, in terms of like, sexual assault, rape cases, sexual harassment in schools, we don't like we don't have any specific laws that target this, like for people that are above that above 18 years old you know and in the justice system doesn't really protect survivors in that sense where you know minors lots of protections amazing we've got pretty great laws covering all of that um but when it comes to people all in that it you know you're not as protected by the justice system which kind of sucks um and so there's been this really great organization um trying to table like a sexual harassment bill and and, you know, and for example, oh, my God, I'm going to just go on and on because Malaysia please get my head in. <laughs> please um, do. We, I'm so <laughs> interested right now. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 had this young girl. Um, we had this young girl who was um high school student. And basically now in Malaysia, we sort of have a sex ed curriculum, but it's very horrific. Like, it's very shit. It's not comprehensive. It's not sex positive in any way. Um, it still kind of preaches abstinence only education um, and, you know, kind of is not OK with sex before marriage. Anyway, so they were in this class talking about these things and the teacher in the class was basically saying how that there are a lot of laws that protect minors against like sexual abuse and rape. So I said this in Malay and he said that if you want to rape, just rape someone that's over 18 lah. And I was like, babes, what the fuck, first of all. And so this young girl, she... um took the TikTok and she's just talking about it basically she didn't name anyone didn't name the school that she was from and she just talked about how like ridiculous it was that this is what we were that this is what the teacher was basically spewing right in class and she got a defamation case slapped against her um by I'm not sure whether it was by the teacher I think it was by the teacher um and the school didn't do do anything you know to be like what the heck why would you do that Um, anyway like she's okay now I think they like counter sued and things like that but yeah that's just like the way and like that was such a polarizing debate in Malaysia because it was like on one hand you get people a lot of people from my generation that were like why would what kind of rhetoric is that like that is so victim blaming that's so horrific and then you have people that are also still like I don't see anything wrong in what he said I mean it is what it is yeah and so you know you have stuff like that um, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah, so so that that's Malaysia in a nutshell, I suppose, like you know we've got really, really amazing organizations and people that talk about sex positive sex positivity. We've got amazing organizations that kind of are all for kind of progressing us in terms of our sexual and reproductive health rights, but we have a long, long way to go in a way.
0: Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it, but yeah, no, I see what you're saying, yeah, there's a there's a lot of people like you that want to make a change but that's scary like I can imagine it's scary getting getting into relationships going out at night like even just like being alone with
1: a man to be honest if that's like kind of the way yeah I mean like it I mean it's, I guess it happens anywhere and everywhere but I think especially yeah. in Malaysia there there you know needs to be a, a lot more of a holistic approach in terms of like sex ed into like and especially when it comes to consent education which you know i have learned across the years that consent is a practice you know it's not just about getting that yes or no and it's not always in situations to do with assault you know it's it's about like your relationships in general and how you are cultivating a space that you know people in your life can say no to you can put forward their boundaries without you you know just dis- without them feeling that they- they're disappointing you in a way you know so creating like mm-hmm. a space that is healthy for people to exercise their boundaries and like practice consent and that's what consent is all about and when you know in Malaysia it's, it, it, it can be quite backward in a way that it's quite like black or white right and we only talk about consent when it comes to sexual self and things like that whereas like consent also should be talked about in terms of like your family dynamics your friends you know basic stuff like when you're a kid if you don't if your child doesn't want to go and hug or kiss or, you know, touch the aunt or uncle that's saying goodbye, then if that's okay. You know, you should learn to respect that they know what they want for themselves. So, yeah, things like that. I think we've got a lot, of, like a long, long way to go. In. Yeah, just learning. And,
0: yeah, I think that's really a really interesting uh, perspective. And it's also, I thank you for, like, being honest about, like, what Ha- kind of is happening in your home country because i know y- it's obviously you don't want to like paint a bad picture because not all people are bad and yeah. there are people that are advocating for good things but it's it's scary stuff and um i'm happy that you've kind of shared this <laughs> with with me and with us like it's stuff you kind of you kind of hear about but it's nice to hear right from like the source you know so the source, the I am the source. source. <laughs> straight from the source yeah <laughs> you're the representative for all of Malaysia. Today. oh
1: God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't worry, only like eighteen people listen. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously, that's a—it's a whole different world from what I'm used to. Like, how does your family, your boyfriend, your family feel about first you you coming out and speaking about all of this? But also, I would love to know how they feel. Like, your parents feel about like your bisexuality with uh, growing yeah. up in Malaysia.
1: Yeah, for sure. um my parents actually don't know that I'm queer okay oh there we go okay Um, and and yeah and so they don't know that um and I haven't you know felt ready to tell them and that's okay I think I'm not like in a rush to to disclose at them I know that they still love me for me now um but you know there's still always that little part of me that wishes I could feel like very comfortable just being like blah 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 blah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um my my partner is really supportive, really lovely about all of it. I think we, you know, our relationship started with us always challenging each other in like especially me always challenging him in a way that it's like, well, oh, why do you think that way? Or like what do you think about this this mm-hmm. way? Or like, you know, it shouldn't be that way. Or at least I should I feel like it shouldn't be that way. So yeah, like you know, I've always challenged him and he's always challenged me back (laughs) and we've always like had lots of conversations in relationship where we've talked about things like being sex positive and um all of those things and I think even like I'll give you an example I think when we started dating we were talking about um like sex workers and strippers and things like that and you know when we first started like talk because we met on tinder Back in the okay. day when Tinder was, like, super popular. Now Tinder's like, yeah. shit, there's so many better things out there. Um, But we went on Tinder and we were just, you know, talking about um all the things. And you know, obviously from the way that I talk, he could obviously tell that I was someone that was very, like, proudly trying to be an intersexual feminist and just, you know, mm-hmm. all these things I care about. Um, and I remember we had a conversation about, like, sex workers and strippers. And, and I remember at that point he was like, what? Like how can you be, you know, um, someone that cares about empowering women and then, like, be in support for this or be in support mm-hmm. for, like, someone in your life doing this? And I'm like, oh, hold up, my goodness. So, um, <laughs> and I, I remember we had, like, a conversation where I explained him, I was like, this is why, you know, people that have agency over their choice, amazing for them I'm really happy for them. And there's a lot of nuance to this conversation, yeah? Like, people that are, you know, forced into it, trafficked into it, traded into it not great we don't like that stuff um so anyway we went into all the nuance I'm not gonna get into it now <laughs> and 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 then and he went he was like I need some time to process and think and then oh, wow. and then I was like I was really devastated that. and I remember being like really sad I was like oh my god what if he doesn't want to date me because because of how I stand on this on and prostitutes then, <laughs> and strippers on, yeah on like on like sex workers and strippers yeah. and you know like things like that and um and then and then the next day I was like Do you know what like it's fine if if someone doesn't agree with me on this and this is something that I feel very strongly on it's okay if we don't end mm-hmm. up together it's just not meant to be mm-hmm. um and then but then he did come back the next day and he was like yeah I actually had time to think about it and you're right. There's a lot of nuance to this and you know, whatever. So I was like, nice, amazing. I was very happy. Um so yeah, we've look at you. Like, <laughs> changed changed minds, changed the world. Change minds as they go. Um so yeah, I think it's really important that I'm glad that we had that conversation, you know, very early on and it sort of set the tone for a relationship that is always kind of open and honest. And yeah, he loves that I talk about. Sex and relationships and pleasure and all that stuff really yeah. openly. Um, <laughs> like the other day, I got sent a sex toy from a company to like you know review and like check it out. And wow. I like am always into like exploring new sex toys because I'm not not that great at doing it by myself. Um, <laughs> and then he was just giggling to himself. I was like, "Why are you laughing?" And he's like, "I just think it's so cool that I'm dating someone that gets sex toys." Um, to review. I was like, so Sex cute. Toys for Work. <laughs> yeah. Sex- yeah. <laughs> Literally. And I was like, thanks, thanks, babe. Sex Toys <laughs> is payment. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, he he loves it. And I love that he loves it. Um, yeah. So yeah
0: really you think what man wouldn't want this all the time but you know I'm seeming to have quite the
1: issue with it so (laughs) it's I really think that they're they're out there and there are definitely people that are out there and yeah I even like my brother as well he you know knows that and he loves that and he's like yeah fuck yeah my sister is go and That's edit sick. I think he, he thinks of me I don't know if you want sex education in the show I did um, yeah See, yeah my
0: mom was like the mom I was gonna say this earlier my mom was like the mom really? on sex education yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. and 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 because I really want to be a sex therapist um uh-huh. in the future my brother's like he sees me as like Julian Anderson her character like Um, Otis's mom, he's like, That's you. That's you for everyone in your life. I'm like, Thanks, thanks, babes. That's the best compliment ever. (laughs) It's literally the best compliment ever. I was like, Okay, thank you, brother. Um, so yeah, he's also really lovely. I'm just really lucky that I have people in my life, um, that you know, in my close circle that are really excited that I talk about these things and never ever make me feel like I shouldn't ever talk about something because it's too much or you know, should I guess be a little bit less loud about something. And if they do, it has happened. If they do, I just challenge them. I'm like, let's talk about it for a second. Yeah. Why do you think I should not talk about this thing or like be woke about this thing? And then, yeah, and then we always have a conversation about it and then they can always see my point of view and then they understand it. So, so yeah, it's really lovely. Honestly, it's the best.
0: Uh, you're Yeah, you're very, very lucky. I can imagine a lot of people in your situation don't wouldn't have the same support you yeah. have. So that's really 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 nice it is i was just yeah just thinking i'm back on it um and your parents what do what do they think my parents don't
1: know how this instagram okay not that i'm like hiding it from them i just like haven't like told them about it yeah um but but they know i'm super vocal about these things anyway like i used to have a blog on tumblr where i would write about Tumblr. Right about, oh, oh my god! Back in the days of Tumblr, it was I the best. It was, it was best. the best. It was literally such a good time. I freaking love yeah. Tumblr. It was great. um But but yeah, and so I would you know I would always write like blog posts about like slut shaming about like sex workers. Oh, I, I would interview, like I would talk about these things, and like I would always send them the articles so they mm-hmm. know so they know okay. I'm talking about these things. And yeah, every time I send them, they're so cute. They're always like so. Chori means like do- like daughter. Um, mm-hmm. In in I guess maybe in Hindi as well I think but in Nepali so okay my parents are like always like, we're so proud of you chori. you always want to like speak out about these things it's so great <laughs> it's really That's cute so- like I wish yeah. I could do it in there like it, it's it's just like a very like brown parent e vibe to the way they say makes That's very sweet. wholesome you know and yeah. very sweet so so yeah, I think there are a lot of times where I challenge them as well so often like they they are probably like they're so they're probably sick of how stubborn I am. <laughs> that was literally one so I I do pole dancing when I'm like for funsies right cool that's so fun yeah I'm like such a beginner I've got such a long way to go but it's so much fun and it's I always if if, anytime I post the video I always get people like oh my god I wish I could do it I'm like just do it you can yeah you can just do it find a studio in your area and I'm sure there is do it yeah yeah um and and so I posted a video of myself pole dancing And it was the the way I had my camera set up Because it was the only place I could put it in the studio Which that had like a So that my phone wouldn't fucking fall over <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah So the it was you could you have a very beautiful view Of my right peachy bum Um Love And it. obviously my bum's not in the camera the whole time But anyway when I posted it My goodness My parents were so 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 upset that I posted really? it They were like oh. yeah they were so upset They Sent me these messages, um, you know, being like, what would, like in an in, in essence, like, I know you don't mean to come off a certain way, but it comes off a certain way. They, they never explicitly said what mm-hmm. it comes off as. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. and, you know, and they were like, you know, th- there are millions of people on the internet. Um, you never know what people are gonna think of you. I'm like, God damn it! I wish millions millions of people saw my video, but um, yeah, no, only like a hundred people did. So yeah, <laughs> please let millions um, of people hate on my video. Like, I would love come that. on, please, please. Um, yeah. And so and so they were really really upset by it and I and you know I could have done what I normally do as a young teen and been like super reactive about it, but I think at that point I was ready to have a conversation as an adult. And I remember telling them I was like why do you think that you know my body looks like inherently sexual you know like I'm not trying to be inherently sexual um and and you know like if people want to perceive me a certain way they want to perceive me a certain way like I can't control that only they can control it and I have nothing to be ashamed of anyways just went on and on and on about these things and you know they Mm -hmm. would. it was like a very back and forth and they were like take down your video take down your video um and I just refused to I was like I'm not going to and eventually they you know they understood where I was coming from but even like my friends um, were like the people that I, you know, knew that this was happening. It was like such a huge thing. and It was very like draining emotionally because it felt like I was disappointing them in a way. And my friends would, you know, just be like, why don't you just take down the video? Like, just yep. take down the video. And then like, yeah. it will all go away. And I'm like, it's not just about the video though. It's like, a, it, it will always seep into a larger conversation for me. Like, first of all, it's how a lot of brown parents feel like they sometimes unconsciously have control over what their kids, posts um especially once they're like an adult right like I totally understand the like negotiation of it when you are a teen and a kid Mm -hmm. whatever but I'm gonna yeah I'm a young adult I'm like literally in my 20s um -hmm. and it's my own personal account I'm allowed to do whatever I want with it and, and like I understand what I'm doing with it as well and so they can express their concerns but I have no responsibility or obligation to follow through on whatever their request is Mm -hmm. and that's on me like putting my boundaries down and being like this is something I'm proud of and I want to like show it to the world or whoever's access to my social social media platforms um and and yeah and you know and and it also it's like it feeds into a larger conversation of like getting them to understand that like my body as a young woman just because I'm in like uh, when you wear poor you have like these you wear like they look like kind of bikini um bikini bottoms um okay. and you wear like whatever on the top as long as you because you need skin to grip around the pole you can't wear yeah. like leggings to pull unless okay. you have like grip leggings so anyway yeah there's not like any. you know it's just like a sign in the conversation about how like my body isn't inherently sexual if I want to portray it in a sexual way that is also okay yeah mean I'm any <laughs> like I'm any less respectable any less like you know, I'm, like, classy or whatever. Um, Mm. um, Yeah, and so, like, it was a larger conversation. I was, like, I want them to know that, like, when I have children, if I have children, (laughs) um, uh, them as grandparents, like, how are they going, like, what messaging are they going to put forward towards my kids? Are they going to tell you know, if I have a young girl and are they going to tell her, like, you need to change the way you dress so that people don't perceive you in a certain way and don't see you as a target? And is that the messaging, like, if I have a son, is he's going to hear that women need to change how they dress cover up in order to appease him and what he perceives them to look like? And so I'm like, those are not things that I want to lessons I want my kids to model or to understand um and so yeah and and that and my friends are like oh yeah you're right it's actually not just about the video I'm like yeah babes it's not just about- <laughs> I mean first of all it's a cute video I look great yeah, but yeah. it's not just about the video I have like, to go it's watch much- it later <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a much it's a much watch it it's a much larger conversation um that comes into play so so yeah Sorry, and also at the tangent. same
0: no it's okay Also, at the same time, I think like if you had had taken down the video, it would have been a whole new internal dialogue for you about, okay, I'm allowing people now to make decisions for me about what what I do with my body and all that. So, yeah, exactly. Thank you. I think that that's a really, really strong decision to make because it's not easy to tell your parents, no, especially when they're viewing you in a way that's um, like it is taboo, you know, like it almost would be like similar to like your parents like finding out you like did drugs I guess in a way you know (laughs) like not really but it kind of is like it's like this disappointment over never mind I was I'm just like going on my own tangent no it's a disappointment over something that um is your choice I guess
1: but yeah. I totally get what you mean I think it's just like you know when I was like in the heats of being frustrated and I was like trying to regulate my emotions be like stop being so frustrated like and but I but not in a way that when I when I try to regulate my emotions I don't try to suppress how I feel like I will just let uh-huh. out how I feel but in like a healthy way you know whether that's like writing it down or working out and yeah. like talking in my head all the shit that I would say if I was actually mad <laughs> and so one of the things I remember thinking about was just like do you want me to take down this video because you think that me posting it makes me look like a slut. And being like a mm-hmm. slut is a bad thing. Um, in this like in the heats of anger, like yeah. in my internal dialogue. <laughs> and, and, and like when I was thinking about it, I was like, I mean, yeah, in a way, it's because like that's what the slutty girls do, right? They mm-hmm. you know wear enough clothes or whatever, things like that. And for me, it was just like learning to reclaim that and getting you know, to understand that there was nothing wrong with it. And they didn't actually speak to me for a week right when this whole thing happened and I refused to take it down and I remember my as I was talking to my brother the whole time it was happening um because he was like yeah do whatever you want babes go you yeah Um, your brother seems like the best he's the coolest (laughs) brother ever um he really is the best and um and and I was texting him and he was telling me he was like yeah mom came up to me and she was like she's like she really is not going to take down that video huh and he was like yeah she's not really was okay yeah I guess I have stuff to learn no my was like mm-hmm,
0: yeah <laughs> You're, she was the pole dancing video or your daughter one or the other and,
1: yeah and so it's like and and it's such a ridiculous thing to like at in that time I remember like such a ridiculous thing to stop talking to someone over but it's also just recognizing that for them it's a lot of unlearning to do and a lot of realizing yeah. that like you know, unlearning a lot of the lessons that they were taught when they were young, when they were young kids and they were young teens. Um, and just, yeah, like re relearning all the new things yeah. that I'm trying to get them to understand. So I totally understand why they took that time. Um, but, you know, hopefully, I don't think it'll be the last time I will <laughs> start some shit in my family. <laughs> it's a learning experience for
0: them and for you and a good yeah. opportunity for you to kind of express what's important. So, yeah. Yeah. Crazy, that's a really like interesting, really interesting story, though. <laughs> I really wonder how my mom would react to something like that. Um, okay, I want to ask you our yes. final question. Okay, I ask all of my guests this. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your messiest moment of all time? Like, when was yeah. your low? What was your biggest mess, embarrassing story, traumatic time? Whatever, whatever comes to
1: mind. Oh my gosh, I have so many messy moments. <laughs> <You> just <wonder. laughs>
0: it's just like and a replaying your whole life in front I of literally, you literally
1: I'm like let me just look through the archives right <laughs> yeah, now um, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh okay you might have to cut out all my pauses because I'm gonna have to think of like oh is no worries you take I your co- time what do I consider my messiest moments um this is not really that messy it's just really I mean it is messy and funny to me Uh, I'll take it yeah (laughs) Yeah, there's so many more I'm sure I'll think about as we're going on but I remember um this was like you know maybe two years ago now when I was like single and you know I was seeing people and I was like seeing like three guys at the same time like you know um and yeah (laughs) I was like obviously overextending myself so if I could redo that I would definitely like I would still see all Pick three two. but I would <laughs> you know I would still see all three but just like paste them out and like not feel like I have to see gotcha. them really often um and and you know we like we all were like seeing other people and stuff like that anyway um but it was really funny because once we I was having a conversation with one of them and I was like um talking about this thing and then and then I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I told you about this the other day. And then they were like, you didn't tell me. No, Maybe You told yeah. me the other guys. Yeah. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, you're probably right. I probably yeah. someone else. I've definitely done that. Um, so yeah, it's just funny. It's not messy. That's I so think... funny.
0: No, that's funny. I've had a but similar just... <laughs> experience when I was in... Um... I was living in France for a while and I mm-hmm. went to go meet this guy. Um, and I like first met him and he started talking and I was like, oh my gosh, I love your Australian accent. Cause I was talking to, like another guy from Australia and he was like, what are you talking about? Like I'm British. <laughs> and it's like literally not even the same accent, not even the same guy. He like, uh, I don't know. The accents can sound similar, but like that was pretty, pretty
1: bad. Like not that similar. <laughs> that's hilarious okay the thing about i totally get what you mean like certain australian accents like the really like posh ones not Mm. so much like the we call it like bogan here so like the very like yes i've heard that very like australian accent But um yeah the ones like you know from the city from like posh areas whatever that is um you definitely don't sound very like strongly australian and so sometimes but sometimes i feel like people say that Second like amalgamation between like the British, American, Australian accent. Like sometimes yeah. it's really hard to like yeah. pinpoint. Um, but yeah So I mean That's really funny though <laughs> I would have been like um <sighs> I just want to bury my head now in, in Yeah I did And, and he, he like He wasn't too happy about
0: it either I was hoping he'd just laugh it off But it wasn't that funny to him I was like Well it's pretty funny to me So
1: <laughs> Let's just like get over it and, and go get a drink And have a good time Oh my gosh right? <laughs> so Oh funny. I think Okay I think I know the messiest one Now I know okay. I, I will never be able to send this podcast To my parents in the near future Because I don't yeah, know I'm hearing this But I'll just no. send this to my brother So we can laugh about it no. There we go. Um, the funniest thing that's ever happened to me is that I was having um sex with someone once and um they <laughs> when so they were like on top of me and so when they came they like they were like not inside me but the the shot was so strong that it literally shot into my eye oh like, love it. love it and I was like you just Jizzed in my eye this is great and I was like holding one eye closed I was like holy fuck. it hurts it hurts it was so funny I'm like I'm glad I didn't sting or hurt I just had to watch it because most of it was on the side anyway but it was just the stupidest and funniest thing ever to like experience someone and we were just laughing our pants oh. off um, oh, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I had to go and like wash my face wash my eye yeah. like you know like, you know when you, like, are yeah, in, like, yeah. science labs and you so, have to, like, yeah, rinse the yeah, eye the, the eye, yes. What is that? The eye, What is it called? Yes, the eye
0: wash station or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, I know what you're talking you about. Like, you yeah. put your head in the water. Yeah. yeah, really, yeah. Even, like,
1: that way. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that's, like, a really messy like literally messy moment. messy um, love it you got yeah. you
0: got some good you got some good dating stories I, I like got a, it. I got
1: a lot of messy stories hopefully one day I will Dude. I will tell them all you need a whole I podcast find- of just your messy
0: stories <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can put them together but yours and mine together god oh my god yes. <sighs> the queens of the messiness <laughs> I know I know seriously it's uh it was it was funny at first and cute at first and now it's just starting to like ruin any chance I have to like have a good career, get a oh, good boyfriend, no. anything like that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The right the right people will come along. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. And can you let us know where people can find your Instagram, your everything that they need to get a hold of you? Because I know they're going to want to.
1: Oh, hear from you really and sweet. follow you and send you virtual love <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me of course of a course lot of fun talking about Damn. all my very messy <laughs> and i love that this is like very just very chill very candid yeah um, um so yes you can find me on instagram it's just at brown and that's it that's why i post all my shit all i where i talk about everything so yeah follow she me has so many good
0: tips like every single time you post something it's like new refreshing <laughs> not something that i've like heard before i learned before oh, so listen you. or go not listen go like watch her videos <laughs> see her instagram because you do have like a lot of really good and like real life educational tips not just like your what you think is kind of happening in <laughs> your personal oh, yeah actually so yeah I really love it. Okay. Thank you so much again for coming on the show. You're so welcome. And thank you everyone for listening.